Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 9.30 in 716. New York State lawmakers scratching the surface of cat declawing. You know, veterinarians, are, we're, we're, we're kind of shocked that this legislation went through, and, and, and we kind of just, you know, our state society's been trying to advocate for kind of a rational law about this, but this law you know, basically bans it all across the board. Agree with it or not, the reality of it is that they will not bring cats into their homes unless these cats are declawed. So it's not a stretch to say that a ban like this could inhibit animal adoptions. To me, there's a lot more that could be done to help animals than, than pass this law. I'm Tim Wenger on 930 and 716. Up front, this action by the New York State Legislature does sniff of feel-good politicking. As you'll hear, since 1990, the New York State Legislature hasn't addressed any matters regarding cat population or feline issues. Plenty about dogs, nothing about cats. Now, out of the blue, lawmakers passing a measure that, if signed by Governor Cuomo, will ban the declawing of cats outright. And that, the experts say, will logically increase the already problematic issue of cat overpopulation and discourage many from adopting cats into their homes. And take note, too, that we're not hearing from any New York state lawmakers on this issue. We get comments from veterinarians, the SBCAs, you'll hear them, but mum is the word from lawmakers when it comes to cat declawing. Why? I'm guessing many go home to pet their declawed cat, just a hunch. Here's the 411 on where we're at. New York's legislature has passed a bill that would make the state the first in the U.S. to ban cat declawing operations. The bill would subject veterinarians to $1,000 fines for performing the procedure, which involves amputating a cat's toes back to the first knuckle. It now heads to the desk of Governor Cuomo. He has not said whether he'll sign it into law. Declawing a cat is already illegal in much of Europe, as well as in Los Angeles, San Francisco, and Denver. Supporters of the ban include animal welfare advocates who argue declawing is cruel and barbaric. The New York Veterinary Medical Society opposed the bill, arguing that declawing should be allowed as a last resort in some circumstances. So here we go. You know, veterinarians have been declawing cats for, for decades. Dr. Tim Otterson is with the Summer Street Cat Clinic in Buffalo. As you'll hear, he or they don't perform that many of these operations, but you'll also hear his concerns that there are much better things lawmakers could do to improve conditions for pets than to pass an all-out ban on declawing. And, you know, it's a pretty routine procedure. It's actually not that common of a procedure anymore. The, the numbers really seem to be dropping off and... Um, so you know, people get their cats declawed for a variety of reasons. They're afraid they're going to get scratched. They're afraid their furniture is going to get get damaged. Um, so you know we've been doing it for a, a long time. Veterinarians have been. Well, at your practice, how often is the procedure performed? So I'm a little reluctant to talk about that. Um, you know, since it's so controversial, it, you know, it, it, it's something that's fairly commonly done in the in the region. 
Um, it's such a contentious topic. I, I've actually had a friend of mine that made a public statement about this actually be threatened with, with violence and, and having his practice vandalized. So, you know, veterinarians are, we're, we're, we're kind of shocked that this legislation went through, and, and, and we kind of just, you know, our state society has been trying to advocate for kind of a rational law about this, but this law you know, basically bans it all across the board. Yeah, I, I'm, I think a lot of people would be shocked to hear that. I mean, you know, threats of violence and things over declawing a cat, something that a lot of people wouldn't think twice about. Uh, wh- what exactly is the rationale behind it? Why are people so worked up over it? You know, I think their intentions are, 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 are good. You know, I think, they, I think they genuinely love animals, and, and they don't want to see unnecessary procedures. I think, I think it's that simple. And I think the other thing, too, should the government be involved on this, right? I'm not, I'm not going there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we have advocated, the state society has advocated, but, you know, the, the government gets involved in our lives in a variety of ways. And, yeah, it's, um, you know, in the shelters, I don't know what the shelters, local shelters think of this, but I, I think there is a genuine fear that pets may not get adopted. They may get relinquished. Um, there's, there's nothing in this ban, my understanding, that to, um, and I'm not a legislative expert, but my understanding is there's nothing in this ban that allows you to keep your pet uh, or to have your cat declawed if, say, you're diabetic or a hemophiliac or have fragile skin disease or, um, you know, or, you know or, or just feel like you need to relinquish the cat if you can't have it declawed. Yeah, a lot of those things that uh, really weren't talked about too much prior to this passing. Uh, you know, in doing uh, some of these procedures and what you've noticed uh, for the cats, I mean, does demeanor change with the cat after it's declawed? Are there significant differences? That, that, I mean, that's, that's, that's a crucial question. Um, no. You know, there, the people will make all sorts of outlandish statements about how cats will be, you know, affected for life for this. But, you know, if you go to the AVMA uh, website, my, my, med- my National Medical Association, they make it very clear uh, you know, that there are no behavioral abnormalities created by declawing. And, uh, and, and people will make statements that, you know, you'll have house soiling, you'll have biting, you'll have destructive behavior. There's, there's no evidence of that. And, and it's unfortunate that certain people have, have been misleading the public about that, but, you know, that's, that's the way it goes. Is it better to do it to a younger cat than an older cat? Well, you know, a little cat has quicker recovery, yeah. And, and when it's done, most people do it, you know, just when they adopted a pet from the shelter. You know, so little, little cats tend to, back, you know, rebound pretty quick from it. Do you see this maybe opening the door for, uh, you know, talk about banning other procedures that are kind of maybe uh, common uh, amongst animals that, you know, okay, now it's cat declawing, maybe something else follows more easily? Well, you know, this, this is not the first time this has been discussed in, in Western society. My understanding is you can't declaw your cat in Europe um, and that you can't get your dog's um, ears cropped or their tails docked. Um, so, you know, these sort of animal welfare um, issues are, are discussed on a regular basis in our society. If the state is going here with declawing, do you wish that they would do something else about maybe, say, hoarding of animals or yeah. get involved in something other than the, than the, the declawing issue? Right. So as the animal lover and the animal advocate, I'm a little frustrated with this legislation, and my, my colleagues are just a little bit shocked. Um, you know, we don't have the best animal cruelty laws in this state. You know, I would wish the state legislature would work on that. We rank somewhere near the bottom. Um, you know, I, I've become friends with the Erie County um, SPCA officials and their officers. They work, on a, they work relentlessly to try to break up dog fighting rings in Erie County, and they do exist, and they're, they're just as horrible as you think they might be. 
I'd like to see them work on that. Um, if you if you get um, if you end up in a domestic shelter from domestic violence in, in this community, um, the, the the shelters are not funded to allow pets to come with you, and they can also be the victims of domestic violence. You know, pets are often injured in those cases. So there's it, it's just frustrating. It's to me, there's a lot more that could be done to help animals than than pass this law. Now, this is pretty interesting. Our longtime partner, Gina Latuka, at the SPCA serving Erie County, says she's been on the job since 1990. Now, why is that significant here? There was absolutely no legislation concerning cats. Because of that, the cat population wasn't very well controlled. Now, with dogs, you see the dogs have to be confined. You could only own a certain number of dogs. There's a lot of legislation concerning controlling the dog population. There was none concerning cats. You, As long as the cats were well cared for, you could have as many cats as you wanted. As long as the cats were well cared for, you could let them be indoor-outdoor cats reproducing there was nothing to help control the cat population in 1990. Gina is concerned about the long-term impact the ban would have on discouraging people from welcoming cats to become part of their homes and control an overpopulated species. Jump ahead to today. None of that's changed. You still can own as many cats as you would like as long as those cats are well cared for. You can let them indoors, outdoors. They can be reproducing constantly. 20 cats can very quickly, over one or two seasons, turn into 100 cats. No efforts are being made by the government to control cat population in any way. However, in Erie County, I don't think it's a stretch to say there is no or very little dog overpopulation in this county because of the legislation that has gone into controlling the dog population. Many municipalities, animal control turned into dog control. They don't deal with cats anymore. Mm-hmm. So to take that snapshot, apply it to today, nothing has changed. Now what is possibly being done is controlling the ability for people to desire to bring cats into their homes. Since 1990, we've heard from several people, agree with it or not, the reality of it is that they will not bring cats into their homes unless these cats are declawed. So it's not a stretch to say that a ban like this could inhibit animal adoptions. Combine that with that snapshot of a lack of cat legislation, Erie County could be facing a very serious cat overpopulation problem in a very short period of time if this goes through. There's a difference between being idealistic and being realistic, right? When you're talking about ideally, you know, everyone would adopt a cat and, uh, you know, you wouldn't have it declawed and the cat would roam around and climb everything in your house. But realistically, people, a, a lot of people who adopt cats don't want a cat with claws for one reason or another. Maybe it's furniture. Maybe they uh, have a problem where if they get scratched, that's a serious health issue. Maybe they were almost sent to the emergency room by their cats. And, you know, a lot at our place changed when Barbara Carr started as our executive director. She started in 1993. At that time, we were still turning people away from adopting if they said, we're going to adopt a cat and have it declawed. However, we were putting to sleep, and sadly, this is not an exaggeration, 50, 60 cats on a typical summer day. So Barbara took a look at that, and she said, I personally don't believe in declawing, but we're turning people away and blacklisting them from adopting. Meanwhile, we're putting 50 cats to sleep. Even though I don't believe in declawing, the the problem here is not going to be a clawed cat versus a declawed cat. What we're dealing with is a declawed cat versus a dead cat. And if the cat had the choice to make, 
what choice would the cat make? And, and that's what we're concerned about. I'm going to say at the shelter, a cat that has been declawed, is that more attractive to someone who's looking to adopt? Absolutely. Those are the cats who tend to go faster. And again, I'm not saying I agree with this or disagree with this. I'm not saying I agree with the people who say I will only have a cat if it's declawed or not. I'm just talking about the reality of it. What are some of the other things? You know, this legislation is awaiting a signature by the governor. It's been pushed through the legislature. Um, you mentioned the population of cats, some of the things that haven't been acted on. We heard from a, a veterinarian earlier this morning who said, you know, laws regarding animal cruelty really don't exist. That he works, uh, you know, hearing from some of the SPCA officers who see you know, terrible things that oftentimes there's nothing they can really do about. Well, more specifically for cats, because there is such a lack of legislation concerning cats, it's a little different. Cats and dogs do fall under the same animal cruelty laws in New York State, but they're treated a little differently because there is no legislation concerning cats. And, and this is a problem. Do you think the state maybe hasn't heard enough from people that maybe some people who would have lobbied against this bill never expected it to get this far and haven't talked to their legislators about it? I think that they haven't spoken with the people who have been in the animal business a very long time. I think that's part of the problem. They're not taking a look at the reality of this. They're not telling municipalities. There are very few municipalities in Erie County who will deal with cats under animal control. Most of animal control has now turned to dog control. They're not enforcing anything saying you have to deal with cats too. So my question is, if this cat overpopulation problem happens in a number of years, who will be controlling this cat population? Because the SPCA has changed its policies. We're not youth. I can't even use the word euthanasia because euthanasia implies putting to sleep for a medical reason because an animal's suffering. A clawed cat is not a suffering animal. This is a cat with claws. Who will be controlling the cat population in the years to come when this becomes a problem again? The SPCA won't, of course, be euthanizing cats. We've come way too far to do that. Who will be doing it? Because the municipalities have now started calling themselves dog control, and that's happened over the last 30 years. Not animal control, dog control. Who will control the cat overpopulation problem if people are not adopting from us? Is this something that on a uh, county level or a state level that the SPCA, other groups who maybe have that same viewpoint you've just uh, played out, uh, are you guys looking for maybe a way to be heard better because there are some smaller groups that make a lot of noise that result in legislation like this? It, well, it's delicate because, again, to the passive listener right now, it almost sounds as though I'm coming out for decline and, and I'm making a case for decline, which I'm not. I'm making a case for not banning it in an effort to find more cats' homes and not bring us back to where we were 30 years ago. Because of just the realistic situation of today. Right, right. So we're, we're in a delicate situation because if we do come out for it, if we do have a loud voice, it almost sounds as though all of these animal welfare groups are for decline, which of course we're not. It's not something we do at the SPCA or at our Lipsy Clinic. How long do you think we could see a, a population spike or a population problem with cats in shelters? How long would it take, do you think, if this is put into law? We are a different type of an organization, so I can only speak for the SPCA. We do not have to deal with stray animals. We're a private humane society. We handle stray animals because it's the right thing to do. But 
our shelter will fill very quickly, and that will remove our ability to accept stray animals in a very short period of time. Because if cats aren't being adopted, cages are not available. And again, we're not going back to the old days where we would have one cage available a day, but we were accepting 70 cats, meaning that 69 were being euthanized. We're not going back to that. What will you do? Check out the web poll at WBEN.com. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.